Poop City isn't a place. It's the mediocrity of the American experience. From the perspective of two leftists reading the news, my name is Stephen. And my name is Charles. And our show is called Escape from Poop City. Let's talk about the escapes. Okay, well, if things get too heavy or we get too angry, we can trigger an escape. Which prompts a thought experiment. Like, what is the most Gwyneth Paltrow thing about you? And the most you thing about Gwyneth Paltrow? Or decide on the Mortal Kombat finishing moves of the characters from Shrek. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your pods. You know you want to. Who's holding you back? Do it. Do it. Do it. I tried to think of, uh nursery rhyme and i couldn't so that's a little disappointing i'm disappointed in myself mostly i take middle miss muffet off the board but i already ran that one past everybody earlier so yeah that's you're you're gonna have to come up with something else Mm -hmm. yeah i won't baba black sheep have you any wool (laughs) yes sir yes sir (laughs) three bags full of cum (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I was trying to get the one for hey. the master, one for my broad. Oh! <laughs> oh! Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Gaznell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And reporting to us on the day the laughter died, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Hey, guys. Oh. Oh, bother. Oh! <laughs> Uh, a lot of Andrew Dice Clay this this tonight. <laughs> this is at least the second time he's come up. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. And of course, the premise of our show remains the same. We are four bros, and each episode we come to the table with a question that we want our bros to consider. It could be about current events, pop culture. It could be about something that's on our mind, something that's pressing in our day-to-day life, life, the universe, and everything. But whatever the question is, we answer it with a glass of wine and a touch of mirth. So if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com because we do want your listener questions. We answer questions from you, the audience. Um, so brosequestions at gmail.com is the email address that you want to send those to. But of course, before we get to the questions, we got to discuss what we are drinking. Uh, Rich Sweeten, you are wrapping up your birthday session. Tell us all what you are drinking this evening. I'm finishing up a can of Southern Tier Bourbon Smash. It is a bourbon with uh, ginger, mint, and lemon. It's uh, pretty good. It is one of those canned cocktails. It's pretty good. I enjoy it. Sean O'Brien, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Vina Zorzal. I think it's a Spanish rosé, and it's really nice. Uh, It's relatively cheap and tastes very good. A plus. Go get it. I am drinking an airplane bottle of Sutter Home Pink Moscato. Uh, I was finishing off a bottle that my wife and I were drinking last night, uh, but that is long gone, and uh, I don't feel like cracking up another whole bottle. So have these airplane bottles left over. It's Sutter Home. It's Pink Moscato. It's fine. You don't got to hear any more from me on this. Yes, like that. That was my Tony Bennett. Uh, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> 
Uh, what are you I, drinking tonight? I am drinking Stella Rosa's Blueberry. It is a blueberry low-alcohol wine, only a 5% per volume. Um, it's pretty sweet. It's not super sweet, but it's definitely more of a juice-type texture. A little bit of, like, fizz in it, but I wouldn't say it's, like, carbonated necessarily. It just... It's pretty good. Like, um, if you want to make something or get something for somebody who wants to act like they're drinking wine, but it's not really wine, but they also don't want, like, an actual wine cooler, you can make them feel like they're drinking real wine with this. Very nice. Very nice. Slipping a little, like, teeny tiny sliver of alcohol in there. Get a nice little buzz on. It's like drinking a Bud Light. Yeah. But juicy. Anyway, who's got a question? Brosequestions at gmail.com if you want yours answered on the air. We do have another listener question uh, pending, if I, if I remember correctly. Isn't that right, Sean O'Brien? Preguntas yeah. por los hermanos. Tim, you, forget, uh, yeah, you left the switch on from the last time you played with Sean. Can you flip it back to the English version, please? Desolé. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, oh, when... Fuck, all we get is Telemundo now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, the second question that uh, Matt's brother asked uh, was, when will the three of you, referring to myself, Matt, and Rich, fess up to murdering Tim in an elaborate life insurance fraud scheme? I can only assume that's why he keeps missing recording sessions. I know times are tough, but surely there are more ethical ways of paying your annual Spotify hosting fees. Um, I'll answer the last question think, first. This is actually the most ethical way of paying Spotify hosting fees. Accurate. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Like we've yeah, we've yeah. done the numbers. We we've we've consulted with our with our attorneys and our with our local shaman, and we've decided this is actually the best way to go about things. This is just uh, the the murder and subsequent cover up of Tim uh, of Tim Hansen. Well, uh, this is the cover I mean, up. By the way, is so, with dirt to hide his body from the feds. Yeah. Yes. The, I, so what's what's honestly what's happening is kind of, if you saw um, the prestige, Ooh. Uh, what we're doing uh, is we are creating clones of Tim because <laughs> we're trying to create the ultimate Tim. <laughs> and so what's ha- like you, you keep catching us. Uh, what, Tim has executed some fatal flaw. Mm-hmm. We've had to murder that Tim mm-hmm. and begin to grow an- another one and. <laughs> It's the, like uh, when you the, slam the reset button on a Janet in a good yeah, place, and, and then the next Janet exactly, comes back and has more except, Exactly, we're just, but it sometimes the reboot takes a little bit longer than we expected. Uh, we don't, you know, we you can never anticipate when a Tim is going to malfunction. Mm-hmm. Is the problem, yeah. and it's just been unfortunate. It's unlucky. It's we're just you know rolling that once over and over and over again, yeah. and I I think the one we have now is pretty good. I will admit so. Hopefully, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Yeah, I know. We don't have to murder. Jokes him. on yeah, you! Yeah. I'm in a constant state Never of know. perpetual malfunction. <laughs> look, look! It's, it's like it's, the Hulk. It's not like Hulk there's like an album cover of all of us walking across a road, and his left hand is down, where the rest of us is our right hand, and like there's there's there, there's no record of any accident. Of anything ever having have happened to Tim 
uh, during the recording of this podcast. I don't know where you're getting at to try to say that, like, he's a clone or we're duping his voice from using AI in past episodes to get similar reactions to different conversations. There's Mm -hmm. definitely no way AI technology can do that right now Mm -hmm. to where he's not actually here. He's definitely here, aren't you, Tim? Totally. Learn math, you fucking ingrates! <laughs> See, like, that was exactly Tim, and it was not a soundboard at all on us. Yeah. Ingrates! It's, it's absolutely insane for Alex to suggest out of the blue that we replace Tim's wine with hemlock, or, you know, shoved him down a manhole just to be sure. Like, those are preposterous claims. I reject them out of hand, out of pocket. Uh, and suggest that you possibly are out of mind to have even brought that up unprompted on this show. Oh, no. You know, the preposterous thing is that it's definitely the fact that maybe, you know, Alex and Tim have never been on an episode together. What if he's trying hmm. to cover up for some murder that Tim, even though he's still here with us, aren't, we, aren't you, Tim? Hmm. Fucking ingrates. <laughs> that, like, Tim is definitely... Still alive, but maybe Alex is trying to cover up some sort of murder that he's going to do because him and Tim are never in the same place together. Hard disagree, like Rich. The, the, e- the Wawa logistics email, just but don't work. Like three months early. <laughs> Alex is Tim's Batman. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Hard disagree. The spoilage on those rolls would be through the roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no. He's just mild mannered billionaire Woo Spain. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes. so, no, Tim's very much uh, alive, uh, kicking, debatable, but definitely yeah, yeah. alive. Look, look, to prove that he's alive, Tim, give us an example of your country strength right now. Look at that. Look at what he did. Mm. Holy moly. God, I'd ask him to do it again, but honestly, I think it's illegal in like most states, including this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depends on the age of consent of the couch. Jesus Christ, Tim. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, unrelatedly, yeah. just to get off of this. Yeah. Uh, In case you wanted to make sure that well, Tim was alive, you have the last five seconds of audio. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing, no AI would generate that. No. <laughs> uh, please Disagree. generate me a joke about... <laughs> um, but that, that combines both couches plus age of consent? Question mark? <laughs> Ah, furniture. AI doesn't know um, what age of consent is. Uh, I mean, we, it, the AI did make up like apparently legal. Neither you. <laughs> right. AI, AIs have made up legal cases, so they, they can have. make up age of consent for couches. It could. And uh, entire people. They they've also um they have a recently uh chat I think ChatGPT's accuracy on a solving simple math has gone from ninety eight to two percent I think recently love it that's pretty funny um, worse. but yeah like, by a lot <laughs> significantly why uh, but I don't know I think it's just uh, it's just learning people wrong fucking with it people are yeah people are fucking with it but um uh Mary oh we were listening to like uh, a I think like a podcast segment about uh, AI AI voice scams uh. where people will like call up your loved ones and mimic your voice and be like, I'm kidnapped. You have to send me money. And Mary, Mary expressed real and I think valid concern that there is conservatively 
what's 80, what are we on, 84 times 3 hours? Mm-hmm. Uh, 200. <laughs> our voices. 232-ish <laughs> hours of our voices on the internet, of your voices on the internet. Um, mine is, uh, what do we have, 600 in PodQuest, so there's 600 hours of that or no 600 that's times definitely three. much less of so mine. that's that's 1800 <laughs> hours from podquest give or take um and then uh twitch there's i don't know another thousand <laughs> for me uh, unreal yeah yeah uh, unfortunately the 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 market efficiency that i'm exploiting with that is that if we called up one of my relatives with my voice and say, hey, I've been kidnapped, you'd be send like 250 grand. Most would be like, oh, I'll get back to you, Maddie. Hold on. <laughs> well, Hold on. Things are tight this week. Hold on. I'll talk to you later, okay? Hey, how's, how, tell, tell your wife a kid I said hi. And yeah. yeah. You have to admit that's a pitch perfect version of my grandmother, too. <laughs> oh, grandma. Uh, yeah, grandma. Well, Matt's entire family sounds like Gil. <laughs> From the <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gil's gonna eat I could, food tonight. <laughs> I could go sad with this bit, but I'm not gonna go sad. With this Good bit. call. Don't do that. that. Excellent work. <laughs> it's, uh, it's late and I'm tired. <laughs> anyway, uh, so who's got another question? I had one, but I forgot. All right. Let's see. What I've got here in the old Rolodex, I, I will not pick a sad, sad again. Um, or crazy, crazy. Mm. Okay, here's one. <clears throat> if your life were reset to your 18th birthday, with either A, all the knowledge you've accumulated to date, or B, $1 million, which would you choose? $1 million. Sean, Rich? If I'm your life, this if is your, a good question. If your life were reset to 18, mm-hmm. would you either take all your knowledge or take a million dollars? Take all the knowledge you've accumulated to date okay. with you. Am I 18 now? Or am I 18? Like, can I back to the future like Biff and know all of the outcomes? Wait a minute. You, 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 have, you know everything that you know to date. You will know, but to, like you wait, you know, that twelve midnight that you fall asleep. But in two thousand seven, wake up tomorrow morning. It's two thousand seven. You know everything to date about your life, about the way the future progresses, all that good stuff. You don't know what the butterfly effect, butterfly effect will be, but you know everything that you know today, and you also have the same memory recall that you have today. We'll put it that way, or um, <laughs> mil- uh, a million smackaroos. Million smackaroos. No <laughs> yeah, question. Definitely. I'm not. I'm not See, ending I, up like if I go back. I'm not ending up at the same place I am now. That and that's and I'm and I really like where I am. So I'd like to have. I'd like to be where I am and have a million dollars. Same. Yeah, I mean the. This is this is uh, logistics. Rich here wondering: Do I know this is going to happen or not? Do I know? Do I have time? Like, am no. I told, hey, no. when you wake up tomorrow. That is not tomorrow, the spirit of the question, or, and you know what? Stop it. 
<laughs> Look, I Knock just wanted off. to know if I had time Knock to study time lottery to numbers. No, you don't have time to prepare. I just, it's just, it off. It's I just, just wanted to know if I had time to study lottery numbers the, the, and the, get the, the billion the, dollars. The, the ghost of Christmas we're throwing you in the past is plummeting towards the hole, and you've got a few seconds to make the decision. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, million dollars. It's I my the knowledge I've gained over the past. Uh, what would it be? Fucking 12, 15 years. Knowledge I've gained (laughs) over the past 15, 16 years, whatever, uh, however long it's been, is not going to amount to anything different back in 2007. Or, yeah, yeah, 2007. I'm definitely, I'll just take the, uh, I'll take the money and be like, be a stupid idiot kid with a million dollars now. So Rich take the million, Tim would take the million. Sean would take the million. What the fuck is wrong with all of you? <laughs> this is the universe, as Rich said, in what universe are you taking a million dollars at the age of 18 for something positive? You want to wind up in the, the place that you're in uh, today uh, in, in, at age 34? Yeah, I can tell, I guarantee you one way to not do that is give 18-year-old you a million dollars. You are ending up in a different spot in life no matter what when you do this. Oh, wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait, I might wait, have wait, a wait, degree. Wait, 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 oh, oh, oh. I miss... I, I misunderstood the question. I thought it was, would I rather have a million dollars now? No, your life is reset or to be age 18. And, no, your life, okay. and I either have a million dollars or my knowledge? Correct. If oh, your life is reset to your 18th birthday with either A, all the knowledge oh, accumulated, or B, a no. million dollars. It, no, I was a I was a dipshit when I was eighteen. A hundred percent. I want all of my knowledge. Yes. I thought I got a million dollars now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I want all my knowledge. Because yes. I was like, because I was thinking like, well, could I make more than a million dollars? And I'm like, no, because I, this is going to maybe make, uh, maybe make Matt specifically upset. But I, if you asked me right now what year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I could not tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I could not tell you. Yeah. Well, technically it was 2018, but it was the 2017-2018 season. 41-30. Sure. Anyway. I'll take sorry. your word but for they, it. But, but also, <laughs> a, a, ask me the name of the other senator in New Jersey who's not Cory Booker, and I couldn't tell you with 100% certainty. <laughs> oh, is Cory Booker Jersey? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. That. He's Jersey. I knew he existed that's, that's, as a human I mean, like being. Bob, uh, Bob Menendez. Uh, so, uh, but that's... All right. So, so, so Sean is amending his answer to all knowledge in the that he's accumulated today, and, and I 100% agree. On 100%. And again, look, that doesn't necessarily mean that life is going to turn out better for you one way or the other, but I would, I'd rather go back with the brain. I'd rather go back with what I know to date and sort of plan out. Because, like, look, it's not necessarily, oh, I, I want to end up in the exact same place, because I, I love where my life is at right now. But also, probably would have made some decisions about my career that are different. Probably would have done, you know, made some different decisions in school. And maybe that leads me down a different path in life. But if you're forcing me to choose between a million bucks or all my knowledge, give me the knowledge, man. But having all of your knowledge, having all your knowledge potentially could cause you to change outcomes, what change paths or change ideas or do something different throughout your life, which could possibly have you change your life from that point on to where, what if you never meet your wives? What if you never have your kids? If you like, gave me a million dollars at the, age 18, I also would not be in the position that I'm in But right you now. wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. I, I can guarantee you, if you handed 18-year-old Matt Casnell a million dollars, the next call that I'm making is to Duquesne University saying, 
sorry guys, had a change of heart. <laughs> but I got a million but dollars. That, but my point is, if you go to into the past, knowing what you know now, you're going and you love where you are now. You're going to do whatever you can to get to that point. But knowing what you know now could potentially change your future because you might make a change because, oh, an accident happens here or this happens there and I don't want this to happen, which could change your life and you don't get to the point you are now. Your butterfly you go back to, and I don't think it, it's going to have that much of that big of an impact for the small differences if, that would happen. If you go back to 18 without the knowledge you have now, then you're not missing what you have now because you've never had it because you don't know you've ever had that. All right. It sounds like you're trying to wipe your hands clean of decision making because you you want you don't want to have the thing on your hand like I had this thing and I lost it. Like yeah, you, the the point is you're trying to gain something with the the new future that you have. And no, he's I don't trying. Want that. I, I think he's trying to say it's like. Well, you're saying you you want to go back with the knowledge so that you can mm-hmm. get the things mm-hmm. that you have now. He's saying that it doesn't matter because he wouldn't know otherwise, mm-hmm. is what it seems I think like. I should, I should be clear. I am happy with my life now, but no one is, very few people who are happy with their life now that wouldn't be like, yeah, but I could make, I'm at 90%, and there are definitely things that I would like to have that are better with my life. I would like to have a better job than I have now. And surely that might mean, like, look, there's a risk with both of them. If I'm taking the risk with one, I'm taking the risk with my brain, and I'm not taking the risk with a million dollars. Yeah. If I had a million, like, I'm, I'm sticking with my answer, and my thought process is more or less a lot of the things uh, and, like, detriments and, like, large roadblocks or things that have really fucked me up or, like, put me in worse situations that I've had to, like, figure out how to get myself out of have all been about money. So... Uh, one, I probably, if I had a million dollars, no way I would have kept dating Kristen. I would have told her to fuck off. Uh, probably would have moved out way earlier, which that hindsight probably would have helped me understand my family dynamic and toxic relationship with my mother so much sooner, which would have helped me so much sooner in my life. So like all I see is benefits. The only thing that it's like I would have missed is I probably never would have worked at Wawa for nearly as long as I did. I probably would have finished my degree and been working at an actual company in my career. So it's like, if I had all the knowledge I have now and went back to 18, I don't think it really would have helped with any of those things other than don't go to Drexel, go to any other engineering school, which I wouldn't have had the money to do, so then I wouldn't have been able to go anyway. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Is if I had a million dollars at eighteen, I, I'm, I'll even say I'm like eighty five percent confident I still would have continued to go to school, but I would have quit my job at McDonald's, which I was working fifty, sixty hours a week, to be able to go to school, to where then I would have been able to focus on that. Maybe stayed in computer science, and had a programming job, and maybe a job in in game design, which is what I really wanted to do initially, I am 99.9% confident I would still all know all you guys because I met you guys through my cousin, and I want to cut off my cousin. Like, I I think, Adam, my life would probably... wouldn't be the same if I had a million dollars at 18, but my life would be a lot better. Would you still be living in New Jersey if you had a million dollars at 18? Would you still be living around here and have the opportunity to meet the three of us? 
Well, I mean, I, I, would you yeah, be out, I'd wait, still. You only work in gaming. Would you be out in California? Meet a whole new group. Of I people? mean, it. I, I could have, I could have. Sean's muted. Or at least Sean, I you're hear. muted. Or I can't. Yeah. Same. Um, but I was thinking of the same thing. I think that's the only part, and this kind of goes back to I wouldn't know what I'm missing. Is reconnecting with Matt and meeting all of the rest of the people that I've met post high school via Matt, including my wife. <laughs> so, um, upset. Uh, I wouldn't know that I'm missing that, but also I feel like that probably still would have happened because even if I had all that money, I probably wouldn't have gone far because I just. I'm not an overtly outgoing person, so I don't like being in like new places for long extended periods of time. Or I probably would have done the same thing I did just did with North Carolina is like leave for like a year and a half and be like, nah, and then come back. And they'd be like, hey, Matt, what's up? (laughs) Sean, are you back? Were you trying to say something? Uh, Yes. Oh, I would say that it wouldn't matter. Uh, if he didn't meet us, because he wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, true. but oh, true. <laughs> I mean, like to be fair, yeah, true. Like <laughs> I, I think, uh, if, like I, I think I don't know. You don't if you don't, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. But if you don't know it's gone, it doesn't matter. I think I would definitely rather know my shit because uh, I don't know. Hmm. If I had a second to decide, I would say, give me the brain. Do it again, but I remember yeah. stuff. And then hopefully I can set stuff up so I can yeah. get back to where I am. But bet on the Eagles when they play the Patriots. You start be- yeah, you become an ace sports gambler. Well, Sean, remember, it happens twice. Yeah. So you got to remember the right one that it is, correct? Because they, they lost the first time and then they won the second time. That's true. That's going to be rough. At but age 18, it's the I'll, other I'll way around. Good. <laughs> the way around. They won the first time and lost the second time. The first one happened before we oh, were right. 18. Right, all right, yeah. yeah. And actually, that was the second time, too, because the first one was in 1980 when they lost to the Raiders. Uh, Jim Plunkett. Uh, we weren't alive, so we it doesn't alive, count. It doesn't matter. So it didn't even happen. Uh, it's not real life. D- Dick Vermeil wasn't real. Anyway, <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? Nah. I just I just like Dick Vermeil wasn't real. I was just like, I miss it all. Dick I like Vermeil, how that statement it went. was real. Dick Vermeil. All right, who's next? Um, all right, I'll go. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do we'll do this one. It's a, it's a little silly, but it's it's funny. Uh, not yeah, we'll do this one. Uh, how do you text someone out of the blue because you're thinking about them and you don't really have any other reason to text them except the fact that you're texting them out of the blue because you're thinking of them? Uh, this stems from. Hey, friend, uh, I miss this, your face. What? This, this stems... What is your relationship? So, this stems from... Uh, I reached out to cousin of the show, Vince, uh, a few weeks ago, because I had a dream about him that night, and I'm like, you know, I haven't talked to him in a few months. Let me reach out to him. I had no goal. I had, It was just, hey, how you doing? And so I texted him. I was like, hey, man, how's it going? And small talk back and forth for like three or four texts each. And then he says... Alright, so why'd you text me? Let's enough with the small talk. Why did you text me? Did you want to hang out or something? Question mark. And I literally responded to him. Um, and I was like, honestly, I had no goal. I just had a dream about you last night. 
and I wanted to see how you were. And then I did a little fingers together like that, like mm-hmm. pointing together. And then, and then we decided we figured out a, a chance to hang out and, and, and grab lunch and whatnot. But it was just, it, it, this is more of a silly joke to tell that a silly question to tell that silly story of him being like, why did you text me? And I'm like, I didn't take any offense to it. I, I know, I know Vince and I'm bad at small talk. So it was more of a, this happened and it's funny, but how do you text someone out of the blue just because you're thinking about them? Um, and no other reason. And how do you have small talk conversations? I don't. Man, that's such a good question, and I don't know how. The text uh, me out of the blue is usually you lead with, <laughs> "Hey, I was I saw this, or I was thinking of this, and or I remembered this, mm-hmm. or I had a dream about X, and thought of you." Just wanted to say, you know, so I hope you're doing well. You know, if you want to have it open ended, you can be like, "How are things going these days?" Um, or uh, you just be like, or if you want to just take the pressure off you like hey hope all's well with you and your family or whatever it is and then that's that's that and if there's a conversation mm-hmm. from that they can give you I an think, update or whatever yeah I, I think it's fully valid to just say like hey x random thing or nothing because yeah. sometimes i think about people i used to like talk to that for no reason like i'm just like oh and i think it's fully valid to be like hey I know we haven't talked in a while, but I thought about you. I just want to see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I I, don't, I have no advice for how to handle small talk because I'm not very good at it. But I think, um, but I but that's another thing where I think we're all of us and most of the people we know, like if we're if we want to reach out to them after a long enough time that we have to preface it, I think all of us would be okay if you were just like fully straightforward and just kind of were like, Hey man, I just want to know how you're doing. No, yeah. I'm not, do- I'm not great at small talk. Maybe you want to go get, uh, like lunch. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can tell me what happened in your life. Cause I, like, I know for me, I, I tend to be more of a, if I'm, if I'm thinking of somebody, it's because I saw something online and I want to send it to them, a meme or a, a TikTok or something. And, and otherwise, like, I don't often text someone and be like, hey, how you doing? Just, let's talk. Because I feel like that kind of conversation art has been lost to uh, our generation in general. Many of us don't really do that, and it's always, like, many of the people in our generation, if you're texting someone, it's for a reason. If you're calling someone, it's for a reason. And that reason may be just to hang out. It's not like a serious reason, but it's, I've learned a lot of the people I know in our age group, it's like, either you text because you have a reason, or you just, you don't. You just don't text. Yeah, it depends on the relationship. Like, uh, definitely people who are I'm like, all right, I only text anymore, like making plans or something like that. Uh, I've got buddies who all text about sports stuff with, or, you know, whatever. I text my brother about music, you know, and there's a, no ulterior motive there, but like, you know, you sort of have an ongoing but, dialogue, basically. It's just like, you know, it's, you know, my, but, but my buddy see, Chad, like those... I talk about the, I talk about the Sixers with, and then my boy, my brother, I talk about music with, and I got a group chat with me and my brother and my uncle and my cousin. We talk about music. Like, it, it depends on the relationship. And then there are certain people who you don't have that ongoing thread with, or you mostly talk in person or whatever. And so when you get a text from them or a phone call, you're like, all right, somebody's dead. It's the only, or like, hey, so some, some terrible thing happened because that's the only reason why you might hear from the X person. Yeah. But like, see, even some of those examples, some of those examples you sent, like you said, were 
there were reasons for those messages. The reason was to talk about this or that, to talk about music. I would argue that that's small talk. The Sixers. Yeah, it is a small talk, but like, like, I'm saying I have zero goals, zero idea on small talk. I'm just seeing, hey, how you doing? That like, it's just hey, just checking on you, basically. Like, the goal is checking on you, but it's yeah. I think you've said it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, hey, I just wanted to, I just wanted you to know that I was thinking about okay. you. I, I mean, obviously, fully this depends on the relationship that you have with the person. Like, if you send that to Vince, I think that would be fine. And I mean, like, he might be... He'd probably laugh at it. ...uncomfortable with it because he's a dude, <laughs> but, like, would appreciate it, you know? But I think, um, but, like, obviously don't do that to, like, a girl that you were trying to smash. Mm-hmm. And things didn't end well with. I don't like, hey, I was just, I was thinking about your boobs. <laughs> hey, I had a dream last night. And you were in it, and uh, and you were I thinking of dead ass. I couldn't see you over the hello. But hello? let me, let me, let me tell you. I, I woke up with the hardest morning wood, and uh, I just wanted. <laughs> I had a dream. You had this freckle on your butt. Can I see it to see if it's real? Can I make sure that that freckle was actually there? Or was that somebody else I was dreaming of? Pixar didn't Hello? happen. Hello. And, and, then, and then after after they don't respond to you, they you call back. Like, hey, call hey, I think we got them. disconnected. I was talking to you about your butt. No, did you, no, no. no you, when, you, when did you <laughs> stop hearing me? If if they if they stop responding, that's when you like you you text someone and be like, oh well, that's rude. You're not going to respond, and and you call them. You start cursing at them, right? That's how that's how that works, right? Well, now we're getting into incel it, it behavior, and I am uncomfortable. Very quickly, <laughs> very quickly, out of nowhere, take a ninety degree turn and be like, "Well, you're a bitch." Well, you no, you were ugly, and no, God, no. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Took a Tate turn. Well, we were talking about uh, Matt's friend, um, Philip Tate. Yeah. Phil Tate. Yeah, that was uh, that was from the first episode, Sean. You have to go back and listen to episode A four point one to understand. <laughs> oh man, I'm going hey, to. I wasn't here, and I I always listen to the episodes. Um, but yeah, the answer the answer for me is uh, I don't because I I, I don't know I, I I don't reach out to people <laughs> I don't talk to people unless I have a thing to talk about because that's just how I think. Uh, which pisses the fuck out of my mom. She's like, you don't call to just talk to me. And I was like, I don't call anyone to just talk to anyone. So. <laughs> yeah, it's. And like I said, I feel like the call just to talk or the text just to talk is like a an art style that we've lost. Like, I remember my mom used to call people all the time. She's also, she also loves gossip. But when I was a kid, she would be on the phone <laughs> constantly just talking, not making plans or anything, just talking. And so it's like us, we, we don't really do that anymore. Even texting, like this generation just doesn't do it. I think yeah. that's an well, overgeneralization because honestly, I know plenty of people who do all of the things you've discussed. It's just not us. Conversely, I know plenty I, of people from the previous yeah. generation who have no interest in talking on the phone or are confused when presented with the opportunity <laughs> to do so. <laughs> I, I do think uh, that uh, your your sample size is skewed because I think you have, you, you know, a lot of people with ADHD. And I know for me specifically, one of the barriers to me 
reaching out to someone like that is I will have that thought and be like, oh, I should text them, and then something else will happen. Yeah. And then I just don't think about it until it comes up again. And and I fully don't, and it's not, it's, I, it's not a reflection of the relationship that I have with that person. It's just, it is what it is. It's just like, ah, uh, and then I just like compartmentalize it. I'm like, oh, I have to deal with this later. And then it just kind of mm. resolves. Yep. Yeah. And then I, like, I will think about them again in like a week or two. And I'm like, yeah, I should have, I should have texted them. I'll do that after I, you know, X, Y, Z, after I take out. Yeah. That happens to me. It's just and at I, 11 o'clock at night. And it's like, well. They're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. wake them up. Yeah. But I think uh, if it's very important, I will text immediately. But otherwise, it's like, I don't know. I, I also, I think the, um, for me, the, like, the gravity of it, like, just saying, like, hey, what's up, isn't that important in the scheme of things, even though it, like, you know, it could be, but whatever. Uh, I think I just need I need to get better about acting on those impulses when I have them, and just like you know, being like, do it, mm-hmm. yeah, have like have the thought, do it, and then then do whatever else I would because I think it's good. I think I do think is good for your mental health to get it out there, and also good for the other person. It is very nice to receive a text that's like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. I would. Just about you it's wonderful see from like even like an acquaintance like you're like oh that's dope yeah cool any other thoughts no text your friends everyone should text their friends and right now it's uh, 11 40 at night oh, text all your why friends i texted you guys that we need to hang out <laughs> yeah right now 11 40 but that's why i i uh in our in our group chat in the Brose group chat, I was like, we should get we because we have not hung out in real life in a long time. And I was like, and I had the thought, and I wasn't doing anything. So I was like, right, right now, no. <laughs> you're gonna forget. I remember that because that was also the time forget. when you said uh, we were recording tomorrow, but you were gonna be running a little late. Um, and you and ran late, and also 24 <laughs> hours later, Tim forgot that we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna throw myself on that. I was like, "Oh, when Sean reminded us that we were recording, and then I forgot anyway." And Sean, Sean I did remind us we were recording, and then twenty four hours later, he reminded us again. Yeah, because I forgot <laughs> both of those times. Oops. Uh, all right, who's next? Sean or Tim? Right. Um, okay. Um, I don't know. All my questions just said bummers. Do not want. Okay. What is a okay? I I want to I want to ask a question. Um, it's a hypothetical that I heard online, and I want to know what you guys think because to me the answer is patently obvious. So it's just a thought. It's a thought experiment, and imagine if you will that there are you ha- you have a, uh, an infinite number of immortal people. And uh, they live in a state of infinite bliss. They're just like, in, like basically in heaven. Except that one person every day uh, gets plucked out of there and put into a realm of infinite suffering for the rest of eternity. One random person. And if there is an infinite amount of people. One random person whoop, put into suffering. Happens or, every day. 
every day, one person a day. Or you have a realm of immortal people. You have, you have uh, an infinite number of immortal people in a realm of infinite suffering. And one person a day, boop, put into a realm of infinite bliss for eternity. Which one would you rather exist in? And I want to know what you guys think, because to me, it is, I, I could not understand the other answer. And maybe even if you could just explain to me why you would pick the one that I don't think is right. So I will tell you what I don't no, no, think no, is right. No, it's don't preface it. I want to see yeah. where we end oh, okay. up in line with All you, right. because otherwise you may, you okay. may skew the scale. It just, it, it doesn't, it, to me, one of the answers doesn't make any sense. So, but I will, but I, I will defer. I will defer. I want to know I what think, you guys. Do we want to give our answers first and then our explanations, or do we want to do it all at once? Like each of us give our answers and then we talk about it, or do we want to give our answer and explanation each time? How do we want to do this? Because do we want to try to skew each other's answers as we go through it, or do <laughs> we just want to give our answers right now? Just, I would just say, just give the answers and then we'll go. We'll go with the hands on your buzzers. Because I really just want to know what. Yeah. All right. Buzz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I would I would rather live in the world of infinite sadness and have people plucked into the world of infinite bliss. Same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I would say that as well. However, I would argue that the answer is irrelevant because if there's an infinite number of people and they're infinitely being plucked into another realm, that the other realm also has infinity. Yes, yeah. you are you are correct. I think you're right. Uh, it's but. But, but I think that, like, I don't know. So the person, it was, it was like a, it was a Vsauce video or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I agree with all of you. I think that's the obvious Great, great answer. series or great but, channel, by the way. It's a wonderful channel. I think they could, he, Michael, I think his name is, can be a little bit a lot. <laughs> yes. But I do think they do a lot of really good videos. Um, but I was like, why would you pick and... Uh, his response was that if he were like a god, like a deity, and he were creating the universe, then he would create the one with infinite bliss to infinite suffering because you're always going to have, like, you can have different side sizes of infinities and you're always going to have more people who are happy. I have, a que- I have a question. You know what I mean? Because you're like, you're starting with all of them in the one bucket and then they slowly. But like, I don't like I I could not do comprehend I don't know it's just like there is it's this this is the uh so I've been talking about this the the do you know the the marshmallow experiment with kids where you you stuff as many children as you can into a marshmallow and see how much it can take before it explodes (laughs) fluffy bunny exactly it's yeah so it's chubby yeah you chubby yeah fluffy bunny stay fluffy marshmallow man but uh yeah so you yeah exactly uh sean explain the actual marshmallow thing we've talked about before on this show but yeah um yeah so the marshmallow thing is like you you have a child and you say okay i will give you this marshmallow right now you can eat it if you want or you can wait five minutes. I'll come back. I'll give you a second marshmallow. You can two marshmallows instead of one marshmallow. Most of the time, children will pick one marshmallow. I want a marshmallow now because they can't conceptualize the future. The future means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. And I think anyone who would pick 
the first one that that is what it is it's just like you're like you're picking short term over long term and i like I, a lot of people made good points that it was like uh you have like could you really have a realm of like could you really be in like a state of bliss if you knew at one at any moment that's, any day it could so that's it my could question how much knowledge you have of the and like realm. yeah and like and in the other one you're living in yes you were living in suffering but you're living in suffering with hope like there's always like okay maybe tomorrow will be the last day and it's finite like at some point it's gonna stop yeah whereas in the other way like you're going to go into suffering that is eternal and will never ever stop it doesn't matter how long you're happy because there's going to be a point yeah. at which you're sad yeah. forever and that seems like it sucks and i don't understand why <laughs> Anyone would pick that. People, like, it just John, I think you successfully argued for most organized religion. <laughs> Look at that. You might be right. What am I done? You son of a bitch. <laughs> who am I? People, people who choose the bliss to suffering are people who live without anxiety. Like, because that's that for me. It is. It is not bliss. For me to know that sometime in the future, doesn't matter how long, could be tomorrow, it could be in a gazillion years, sometime in the future, I am going to be in suffering for the rest of eternity. That is more, that is suffering enough Yeah. to know that that is going to happen. And if, and if anything, that, because you have that juxtaposition of you were in that perfect bliss, and now you know you will never achieve that ever again for all of eternity uh that makes the suffering that much worse whereas the yeah. idea the concept of hope on the flip side of that coin um could whether it's phys actually changing your suffering it could change your mental state to withstand that suffering maybe better and make it seem more tolerable and then you will appreciate that pure bliss more so the way I kind of approached it, and like I, I think you said something is like, well, no matter how one grows, one infinity is always more than the other infinity. It's like, well, that's just the bullshit of infinity. But if you have the exponential and infinite growth of a positive over the exponential and infinite growth of a negative, I'm going to take the growth of the positive. Like that mm -hmm. infinity be damned, that's a net positive in my opinion. <laughs> like that's just going to be more benefit. Whereas the other one is just an infinite drain on the positive and just damning more people to hell. Essentially. Are you, I, I mean, we, we, go ahead, go ahead Matt. Go ahead, Matt. You, it's, it's an infinite drain for individual people, but as far as like years lived or period of days lived, I don't know. I mean, you're probably still right, but like if you have an infinite number of people who are, who are in bliss, but they, at a certain point, like you've been there for, 293 days and then your number is called well that's the not the, that's the end of the number of days that you've started logging in the days in bliss for the whole community kind of thing whereas mm -hmm. the other way around like you yeah there's an infinite number of people being generated and you know it's hell it's hell uh and uh but you get mm -hmm. plucked okay oh that's the end that you you've stopped logging days on the infinite sadness uh, melancholy in the infinite sadness calendar and mm -hmm. now you're moving into the eternal bliss uh, calendar <laughs> and you're just going to rack up infinite number of days there so I still think it ultimately balances out one way or the other yeah and like we it's funny because we kind of had it, this discussion with the million dollars at 18 or all your knowledge at 18 
Like, it's, do you want that instant, which then you don't know what could happen afterwards, or do you want to know what could happen and try to push for that and try to find that bliss again and maybe try to use your knowledge to make your modern life, your current life, a little bit better with potentially betting on the eagles and whatnot. Like, we... We, th- this is that conversation in a sense. It's, I strongly disagree. Uh, Those are not even remotely the same conversation. I see where you're going How? with it, but I, I don't know if I agree. So, anyway, so, that's, that's not the point of the okay, question. I, to say where they just, came up with a nice animal. This is this is this is fully. This is. I'm going to fully go back to the question about being 18. How? So, like, let's say you you go back to 18. You want to be. You want to get back to like your life now. How bananas would Jenna? And Martha and Mary all think we were because we know I know so much about. <laughs> and eventually, it's gonna let slip. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, there's no way you're getting through a full marriage where you're not like I know, you know X Y Z. Like you, I could have a conversation with her and fully just have the like have the conversation myself, you know, yeah. early on where it's like okay. But you could also perhaps push them towards things like that it took them a little while to figure out. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're like they found a hobby later or they like you'd be like, Hey, mm-hmm. maybe try this. I think it might be good for your mm-hmm. <laughs> your mental health. But it'd be it would be creepy. And uh yeah. so who knows? Yeah. But uh definitely uh I want two marshmallows later. Two marshmallows later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. get back to yeah. the question. Turn on investment. ROI, baby. Uh, I would also keep that anxiety, the anxiety that you feel about the idea of living in a state of bliss, but could at any time be plucked into a state of eternal sadness. Uh, I, I would keep that mentality in mind when you wonder when you see like shithead billionaire does something that shithead billionaire shouldn't do with his money when you think he could just be doing something altruistic with it or something that wouldn't protect his wealth. I would keep that anxiety in mind because mm-hmm. as misguided as it is, that's the anxiety. The anxiety is, mm-hmm. I have this immense amount of wealth mm-hmm. now, I have one this whole life, but it could go away at any day. Yeah. Even if it's a crazy thing to think, one day, Jeff Bezos will get plucked into the realm of infinite sadness. Melancholy mm-hmm. and the infinite sadness. It's, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so many, it's so funny how many conversations I've had uh, in the last few weeks uh, that is just re- always boiled down to well, what's the ROI? Mm-hmm. Wh- whether it's fi- whether it's actual money or time investment, or it's just like, you yeah, what are you getting out of it? Is it really worth what you're putting into it? What's what's your ROI? What's ROI? Oh, buddy, listen, <laughs> listen, buddy. Yeah, uh, Rich, I just got a text from a buddy of mine who I haven't talked to in a month. Uh, with a just a slow news day and a link to an article about NFL safety, NFL safety Rodney Thomas's father arrested for fatally shooting bald eagle. So if you're ever wondering how to break the ice with somebody <laughs> you haven't talked to in a bit, uh, slow, you, you can literally anything is the answer is as is, is for what you can talk to them about. I mean, my my <laughs> new break the ice question is going to be Barbie or Oppenheimer. Which one did you see? Oh, Barbenheimer. Boy. Can I just say? Um, that is a lot of people who are doing like the Barbenheimer thing, where they're gonna watch both movies at the same time. Fucking psychopaths are you? You spent five hours at a movie theater. This isn't the Irishman, man. <laughs> Go home. 
See your family. Text <laughs> yeah, a that's friend. Just, that's too much. <laughs> Don't spend five hours in the most... theater in one day. Get some sunlight. I mean, most people that There's I know. There's a chronic vitamin D shortage amongst most people in the world today. In the developed world, like, if you spend all your time inside, you're going to spend five hours watching Oppenheimer and Barbie. In one day. <laughs> anyway. Maybe your best life. That's not your Have best life. <laughs> That's a terrible and that life. is their best life. <laughs> if that's what they want to do. If that's what they want to do, that's their no, best life. Live your wrong. best no. life. They're My doing it life. wrong. That is, yes. I'm seeing them live their lives and they're doing it wrong and I hate it. If your best life is if, driving if might... Death Valley on a motorcycle and crashing into a gorge, not going to be like, well, he died doing what he loved. No. <laughs> You're missing If that's what she loves. If... Rich, this is insane. If 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 you love to see movies and you want to see Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same yeah. day, that's you. Don't yuck you my yum. What makes me happiest is seeing how long I can go without water. That's what I love doing. That's not living your best life. That's ADHD. <laughs> Forget I Who's got a question? Away. You're a lunatic if you see both uh, movies in one day. I'm doubling down. Totes. Uh, this isn't really a question, but it, it is a question inherently because I'm asking it. But it's not like this is my question for the episode. Have you guys seen uh, Indiana Jones? No, no. A friend of the show, David Bennett, saw it in 4D. The fuck does that mean? It means it's basically like you ever into the the Star Tours ride at Disneyland or Disney World? Of course, I have. It's basically that for three hours. <laughs> Why? Uh, they loved it. They said it was really like. Uh, wild for the first like 10-15 minutes or whatever and then they, they got used to it and they really liked it. So, apparently it's really good. Oh, the first 10-15 minutes. The intro to the movie. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, yeah it, and it, it was wild and then the, they caught, settled down and they liked it. The longest fucking intro to any movie ever. Okay, well never mind. Then I can't ask anything on that movie because none of you saw it. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, that's the last question for the... <laughs> Alright. That's fine. I don't really have any other questions. I'd I'd run out. I've just been enjoying the conversation. Hey, you guys see Barbie and Oppenheimer? I'm going to see Oppenheimer. I don't give a shit about Barbie. I want to see Barbie, and I might see Oppenheimer. So I want to see Oppenheimer. Uh, My wife and I are going to see Barbie next week because we're going out for our anniversary. And I decided between the two, I was like, hmm. We could see the guy who invented, who invented the atom bomb or Barbie for our anniversary. We decided let's go with Barbie. Yeah. I you could say happy anniversary. Happy. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy anniversary. I I I, I completed I this see project both, for and I'm here and... It's, called, it's based on a city in New York. <laughs> I want to see them both. I'm hearing great things about Barbie, but I ain't going to see Barbie alone. I ain't got anybody else to go see it with. Uh, and Oppenheimer, I just feel like it's a movie that I might not really enjoy, even though I want to see it, that I'll just wait for it to be on uh, VOD. Yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in how they're going to approach everything. Like, yes, we know what the history is, but that's not necessarily an exciting movie. So what what's... Are, are do they have an agenda? What's the perspective? What kind of propaganda are we going to get into, either post bomb or while can producing blah blah? Me and uh, when we went to go see 
Indiana Jones, me and my brother-in-law, Andrew, were having extensive conversations on like, where could this go? How and how far does the movie go? Does the movie go up literally to dropping of the first one or the second one? Does it go after those for all of the things that happen with Oppenheimer afterwards? Like, I'm, I'm, I think it's, I'm interested. I think it's gotta be after because that's the and the fuck and the cast is fucking everybody is in that fucking movie. Mm. That's the interesting. Apparently Truman was so fed up with Oppenheimer like mewling about it. I say mewling, he you know, by the deaths of ten thousand people. But like Oppenheimer was like always talking to Truman about uh like how guilty he felt. And Truman basically told his secretary, like, don't ever fucking let him in here again because he acts like he's the only person who's got any guilt over bombing two country two huge cities and I don't want to hear mm-hmm. it anymore. So I, I absolutely think that it can and should again, haven't seen it. Could be completely wrong. But for was a three hour movie, they better show me some of the the moral wrestling and all that stuff that happened afterwards. Yeah. But how far does it go? It goes to the part yeah. where he's it's actually it's he's I, been dreaming about it the whole time. And at the end, just to make sure that he's not dreaming that he killed tens of thousands of people, he spins a top and then the scene cuts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, forget it. That'd be stupid. Anyone else got another question? No. All right. Cool. I think no. we're done yeah, we yep. did it. Brose. The question answerers. It's more good tagline. So we do. We answer questions. Anyway. Nice. Our podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. And of course, you can follow us on social media to find out when each new episode drops. We're on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. We're on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And we're on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. If you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com that's brosequestions at gmail.com huge thanks as always to Mary O'Brien who compiles our listener questions to Tess Riley for editing our show to Shannon Vogel who designed our world famous logo you can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com and our theme music is When by Steven Siebert and you listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive it is time for plugs everybody Uh, Rich we'll start with you Check me out on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts, and you can find me on Twitch and YouTube live streaming and posting VODs and Let's Plays. Twitch is twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts, and YouTube is youtube.com slash at B underscore Walnuts, or at B Walnuts, I think is actually what it is. Uh, you can also check me out on PodQuest, the weekly nerdy roundtable talk show. Sean O'Brien. You can you can catch me on Twitter at HSMB. Uh You can te- uh, uh, watch me playing frisbees at Obi Disco, and you can catch me on Threads at Oh shit! Threads. That's right. I think I got a Threads as well. My Instagram handle is I. I do have a Threads. I I started it and immediately knew I wouldn't uh, ever check it because uh, when I installed it and put it in the folder with my social media stuff, it went to the second page. I'm like, oh, <laughs> second page doesn't exist. It's gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Uh, I, I just remembered I had a Threads account just now. Tim. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Screaming Into the Void, at Tim R. Hansen. Uh, and if you've enjoyed our mirthy back and forth and discussions of hypotheticals, then you'll probably uh, thoroughly enjoy our bros, Stephen and Charles, over at Escape from Poop City, discussing current events or current topics to them. 
uh, and their points of interest. And when shit gets dark or heavy or Marjorie Taylor Greene is just doing something really fucking stupid again, uh, they may trigger a pre a randomly selected pre-planned thought experiment, uh, which could be something like if Oppenheimer was entirely played by Muppets, which Muppet would Oppenheimer be or, or which Muppet would be Oppenheimer? Or if Barbie was entirely sh- the cast of Street Sharks, how would you align those? Uh, these are not real examples. I just came up with those. But guys, if you're listening, which I hope you are, feel free. You're uh, welcome. Oppenheimer would be the only actual person in the movie. Everyone else would be Michael Caine as Oppenheimer. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and then everybody else, including like Truman and the other scientists, uh, Truman, everybody in Congress, everybody in the executive, all the other scientists, Muppets. The plane. Kermit is Truman. The bomb. All Muppets. Yeah. No, they, well, the guy in the, <laughs> the guy in the uh, in Ola Gray is the crazy dude with the plunger. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at mkaznel. It's mkaznel. I'm not. My plug is not Threads. I'm not joining Threads. I'm not. I'm. I'm done. I'm not joining new social media. The game is over for me. Uh, I'm not learning anything new. I don't care how similar mm-hmm. you tell me it is. Uh, it's over. Get off. Leave me alone. <laughs> Okay, boomer. I'm done. Get fine, dude. Okay, boomer me away as long as you don't sign me up for a fucking thread. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. Tim Anson, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien and the entire action moves here. My name is Matt Kesnell, reminding you all that I hope you recorded on Audacity because Zencaster gave us the boot halfway through. And... To be smart, oh. being stupid. <laughs>